0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steeler's Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peveril with Marky D, Marky Davison as always.
2: How you doing, mate? Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Steelers Touchdown Under, mate. I'm doing really well. We're coming back from a bye. Did you have a good buy? Good Did you?
1: Good bye week. Had a good chat with Shannon White in your absence, but still missed you, mm. mate. Yeah, I
2: tried. I tried catching a bit of that, and then I got too. I got too busy. But um, Shannon's a bloody legend. You did. Did you? Uh, you know, bring up any any big news or anything like that, or did you just kind of just kind of you know have a have a chill podcast?
1: I would say a bit of both, a bit of both, a okay. bit of a mix, a bit of a mix. Mm. Yeah. But uh, look, one thing it is in the US today is it is Veterans Day and we call it Remembrance Day down here. You know, we celebrate at 11am on the 11th um, down here, down under, but obviously um, just a big shout out to all veterans, all family members of veterans um, and we should all be very appreciative of the freedoms we have and not take it for granted because there are places around the world where that is not the case um all. People are fighting for that. And it's, you know, definitely things in the future that could, that could continue. So um, at least from the Australian side of things from you and me, Mark, um, big, big allies, Australia and the U S and uh, I look forward to that continuing. And um, yeah, thanks to your service. If you are a veteran, that's listening out there
2: yeah 100 i'm just waiting for you know the allies to continue with us and give us a job over there like just you know because we've been doing the podcast so long i think they should just instantly give us a green card don't you, don't you agree
1: yeah you know that'd be good <laughs> is there a cause
2: that you've done the podcast to say three or four five years and then you know next minute like oh by the way here's your green card here's your entry to the states you, you're allowed <laughs> it's
1: pretty hard uh, so yeah you're I think George Teston wow. said he spent 11 years wow. in the Navy. That's incredible, mate. That's Thank incredible. you very much for your service. Um, yeah, no doubt. Um, <laughs> Steelers break 28 years army better than prison. <laughs> well, yeah, well, there's definitely um, definitely something like we've got some steel fans in here and some of our regular listeners. It sounds like they've spent time, <clears throat> pardon me, in the armed services, so yeah, it's just incredible, and, and thank you for your service. And, you know, for our regular listeners um, that listen, like uh, those that listen live on Facebook and YouTube, obviously you might be doing something else on this public holiday, but look forward to you being able to catch up the show as well. Um, so, yeah. All right, well, Mark, um, basically, I mean, as usual, there's sort of an injury report, an injury update. On the Steelers' side, William Jackson third, the new acquisition, is out with a back injury. Not really. I don't, I'm not surprised by that, but everyone's, I I know I've saw like a bit of people on social media and articles got a bit surprised about that. I kind of sit down like he had a back injury at Washington. Tomlin brushed Mm -hmm. it off. It's disc related as someone that's got um, some back issues himself. You know, they do, they do, they do flare up when they flare up. You got to take it day by day. I'm kind of not surprised. I also think this takes the pressure off him a little bit in learning the defense um, but with a killer with a Keller with a spoon out as well. Um, obviously he got benched the other a couple of games ago, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's still a challenge for the depth, at cornerback. Uh, and then Malik Reed is questionable. He was limited on Friday. I think you, you'll see him play it. Look, it said excuse for personal reasons. Who knows what's going on there, but hopefully he plays. I, I would think he would. Um, and then Kevin Dotson is questionable as well with an abdomen injury. Um, and he had limited practice on Friday. Didn't, didn't they put <gasps> nothing there on Wednesday, Thursday. Um, I, I still continue my gripe each week about injury reports. And that is that, like, have do not practice, limited practice, full practice. I'm sick of seeing dashes. <laughs> like, if, if you're out in practice, you're out of practice for whatever reason. I don't understand this. I don't, um, I don't really get it either. I just think this is stupid. As I said to Shannon last week, for a league that is so heavily regulated, I cannot understand how every team has different designations. It's just ludicrous. Um on the on the Saints side, uh Marcus Davenport's been battling a calf injury all week. He's been limited Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They'll probably give him up to game time to play. He's questionable. Mark Ingram is out. Jarvis Landry's limited practice. There's someone that finally punted him off my fantasy squad. I don't trust Jarvis Landry to play, but it doesn't say that he's out or questionable. Marshall Lattimore is out. That's really helpful for the Steelers' abdomen industry. He's had do not practice three days in a row. Eric McCoy's out their center, their starting center. Um, Andrew's Pete, their guard. I think he's their starting guard on the left side. He's out. Ryan Ram's check was limited Wednesday, Thursday, but full on Friday. They need him, or I don't know what offensive line they're putting together there. Um, Pete Werner, their um, linebacker, who's more of an outside linebacker. Well, I think mean, they play a um, 4-3, but um, anyway, he's he, he definitely rushes the passer at times. He's out. Um, Marcus May is questionable, the safety, that who had that really good season a couple of years back at the Jets. Um, they've got a defensive end that's questionable. And PJ Williams, their safety, who's a, a pretty important in their secondary and how they they mix it up there, he's questionable too. So the Saints are the Saints
2: are a little bit battered and bruised. Let's just put it that way. It's a lot, a lot of injuries, mate. <laughs> Let's hope it works out for us in in that um, in that regard. So, do we talk about did I, did I miss the news with you uh, with my mate Chase Claypool? Did I, did I share that with you? Did I share that experience? I'm not sure. We can do celebrate a good times. Come on. Celebrate.
1: Mark's never and allowed yeah. to sing it. Mark's never <laughs> allowed
2: to sing on this podcast again. Well, you know what? I should have TikTok my way out of here. Uh, I know it's been a long time since it happened, but we haven't shared the moment together, and I just wanted to share the moment. Mope- mope the moment. He's like a Muppet uh, together, because Chase Claypool's gone. You're gone. Back to the pavilion. See you later, mate. I don't, so if happy
1: the, gone, I don't know if the American listeners will get the get back to the pavilion.
2: I don't think the American. Think that's the American a cricket guy, term. That's a cricket term, mate. Let's be honest. Do, do do you guys in the live chat? Do you understand what I say? Do, be honest. <laughs> I don't know. We have we 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 bring up stuff all the time. You know I don't know. But I'm just happy he's gone, man. I'm just so happy he's gone. in the his, his first few reps as a bear, he got two receptions, 16 yards, and one carry for six yards. He's not good, and I'm happy we got uh, second back for it. I'm happy we give Stephen Sims a chance too. I reckon Stephen Sims uh, will have a chance. I to go reckon off. people. All right, well, I'm just gonna say I reckon people overlook Boykin. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Boykin as well. Yeah, I just I just chose one of them, right? Boykin as well. He, no, he's, he's played Boykin, receiver. Much
1: Boykin, and you've got a good fourth, fifth wide receiver for another two or three years. Um, but hey, this is a good segue into the into the into the, into the this week. I mean. I talked to Shannon. He, Shannon and I mm. did the um, usual record prediction stuff. Um, oh,
2: really? Mm.
1: Yeah. But, but I think you and I, let's see how this week goes. Because I think we could sort of reach it there. To me, this is make or break. I don't want to hear about see, the Steelers can go on this run and they did 11-0 and all that. It, 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 to me, it's my opinion after chatting with Shannon last week, thinking about it for a week. If you can't win this week with that many injuries for the Saints, if you can't show something better after a bye week and prepping for two weeks, I'm sorry exactly. this, is done. this
2: is That's done. the point Is well. I think for me, like I, the stuff for me is like preparation. You've had 10 days off to prepare for this game. If you don't win this game and be, be prepared to go out there and fight and win, like go out there and have a chance to be competitive, then what's the point in being in the NFL? You know, 10 days preparation versus an uh, injured Saints team versus Andy Dalton. You have, you have the, you, look, the, the Steelers are minus one. They're underdogs at home still. So you need, need to be prepared for this oh, game. No, like that's a, I you... was
1: a bit surprised. I, I was, I was expecting it to be more from the betting companies. I'm interested to see how it actually floats here in Australia with the, with the numbers. But like, you take that bet every time. Like, come on.
2: If, if they're not prepared for this game, right. To me, it's like, it's, it's a joke on the coaching staff and the organization and the players like You've got so much time off. Okay, go look. Go and enjoy your family three or four days. Have your time, you know, But then come back to the office. There's seven days to go and prep for the game. That's what you're meant to do. So I don't, I don't understand how if they come out flat because we've we've seen it so many times where they come out flat. Although Mike Tolman is I think 11 and four after the buy, so that that's encouraging. And of course, if T J Watt comes back with cars, he's been activated. Um, you know, Andy Dalton's going to have a hard game against the, against our Steelers defense. Hopefully. And hopefully our, our spark on offense can line up. You
1: know. Yeah, and um well what I what I was thinking as well, which is kind of a different storyline, but the same storyline as well on Matt Canada, right? It kind of got me thinking this week, and I was like, We've all been talking about Matt Canada being sacked, right? At the bye week all going through the season. I actually don't think so. I think it's this week, right? Hear me out on this one, right? Mm. So you've got the bye week to prepare for two weeks. This is mm-hmm. the week at two and six, where if you don't win this game, you're two and seven, right? You can't finish with a winning record. Are you going to continue to do damage to Kenny Pickett and not see enough from Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, etc., etc., right? Or like, or are you going to go? You know what, Canada, we're not doing this anymore. It like we're, we're we're not playing to make the playoffs anymore. Yes, we still want to compete to win every game, but the reality is. Like you need to see development. Like you want to see development of Kenny Pickett. I mean, I heard the, the narrative this week of the Steelers will draft, you know, Bryce Young. They're not, they're not doing that. that, that they are not doing that. If they get a pick that high, it's Will Anderson or it's one of the cornerbacks, like the top tackle that that's what it is. And I still think you trade back and pick it like eight or 10. If you're, if you're picking three or four, get more picks, you just need as many, as much talent as you can get. But to me, Kenny Pickett is only going to go backwards in this offense unless they start winning. Like they are. They're wasting a rookie year of Pickens, Warren, Mm -hmm. and and Kenny Pickett. And Freemuth on a rookie contract, right? So for me, this is the week. Like if Canada, if Canada wants to continue coaching in the NFL, this is the week you stump up. But if you
2: don't, then it's 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 almost like I've been yelling out Matt Cannon fire so long. I kind of got over it. You know, I'm just kind of expecting S- to be the same
1: there. until I thought about it this week. And I was like, actually, no, it's this week. And Tomlin's yeah. a pretty fair guy. Like he'll give everyone that, that final chance. You know what he said with the season? Like you, you remember what he said the season. It was like when you play development and, and, and when you make decisions and he was like, there's just, he comes to a point when you know, well this week, if you lose and you designate yeah. yourself as you can't finish at five, at 500 or better, that's when you know,
2: well, that's what I'm saying. With the preparation, it's kind of frustrating to know that you have so much time uh to prepare and, and change things. And you know, you go to the office every single day, uh, like it's your job. And if you were to, you know, any other job in the in the world, you probably would be sacked for for uh being not competent, right? And Matt Kenner's offense and the players are two apart too, but his offense is thirty second in the league. You know, we're really bad. So that's why I think, you know, with the, with the stats and the, the Vegas line is they're probably putting us underdog because we can't play on offense, but we have to, we have to win on defense, you know, but I, we just got to see something different and we're not going to see that with our offense. Like I'm, like, I'm excited to watch the game as always. It's going to be at 5 a.m. for sure. I'm keen, but part of me says, can we score 21 points? On, can we score three TDs on on um on our offense? You know, did you know that we haven't, the longest TD we have is eight yards? <laughs> Mate, well, so what then- about this one? The receivers have one
1: passing touchdown <laughs> and, and and the running backs have one rushing touchdown. Wow, literally is that right? That? Like, what would that, man? Wow,
2: okay, that's... that's.
1: You know what they so should have was- done? They should have traded, apart from the fact that, like, I don't want them to do this because I want balls to be the starting kicker. They could have traded Chase Claypool for Justin Tucker to the Baltimore Ravens, right? Hmm. And, uh, because he wouldn't have done anything for them. And then also... But on th- paper it's like oh wow but we know the claypool can't catch a catch a high ball but the, the reality is is that we need to kick field goals to win points and now yeah. Paul Boss is on the injured reserve anyway
2: I know he's got the groin injury for like what now four weeks or whatever um but that that is really crazy how you know back when I was living in Canada I think it was about 2016 2017 the offense was firing you know oh. A B it was like the Matavius Bryant day stuff like that big Ben was out there um moving the bottom down the field living on bell or scoring 35 you know almost 40 points a game like it was on fire now this offense can't score can't move the ball down the field to score anything and and, and michael malley says sad we got to pray for 20. and that's what i mean like in the back of my mind i go i want to i want to choose this game to win but when you think about it you go well they haven't done anything in nine weeks they haven't moved the offense and then what they scored two touchdowns on the offensive side like so what run one, one rushing who was that Naji i guess Ah, uh, yes. Naji, and, and then receiving with Claypool, right? Oh, oh Also, you had D- uh, Derek Watt caught one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's bad. It's so bad. So, um, when we all, we all kind of know it's bad, but you're right. Maybe there is a bit of a, you know, uh, I guess, one last chance for Matt Kander. I just I think, if- and, and, you know, I've, I've heard
1: people say things like, oh, if they don't fire him at the bye, they're not going to fire him. And, oh, <laughs> Kenny Pickett, we don't want three offensive coordinators. It's not work, like it's not good. <laughs> like, how could it be worse? Yeah, I, I kind of get that though. I, Do you I know kinda... what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't understand it. Like, I mean, I know there's a narrative this week. Big Ben said on his show that he'd be happy to be fine, bring him back to advise for eight games, give him a chance, prove a deal. Mike Sullivan, I don't know, whatever. But I, don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think want maybe... to see this. Any, it's very hard to, it, it, yeah, it's it's not, it hurts not you, hard. right? It, hurt, it hurts
2: you, doesn't it? I don't think Big Ben will come back. He doesn't want to be involved in this mess, he doesn't want to be involved in uh, what's going on, but. I think with the steel, the Steelers would probably won't get rid of Matt Canada because they've got only nine games to go. But that's they don't, but really I don't normally see what do you've
1: that got to lose. That's the bit I don't get. Oh, to, no, they, I, I agree with you. You've I'm got, just you've what got two head coaches in that room. If if you can't, and there's plenty of people sitting on the sidelines, like even bring people talking about Frank Wright, bring him in as a consultant for the rest of the season. Like I, I don't know. Like I know there's a whole story in your offense or whatever. Just, or give Kenny give Kenny 25 plays and run no put no huddle in there with 25 plays for at like 5 foot, 5 different scenarios yeah no, and I, no let I, him and you know what let him call let him call um, them for a while and then if it's not working then we can go back to Canada's crap
2: <laughs> i agree with you but i just think the steelers won't do that and it's like you can think of all these ideas like you know, I want to see Connor Haywood, uh, Frymouth use more. I want to see Steven Sims, like you said, Miles Blokin use more. You know, but but you start thinking these ideas and it doesn't happen. They just go back to the normal well, What's fame. the definition of idiocy? Even uh, TJ Watson. Kenny Pickett said it. Kenny Pickett said it. It's two and six. That's what it is. You know, he thinks, I think uh, Matt has a big ego. He has a massive ego uh, in this deal. Oh, he does.
1: He's, I said this to Shannon last week on the show. The way he handles media as someone that, it's literally what I do for a living, you know, get media coverage from the company I work for and teach people how to speak in the media. And I've done so for like 12 plus years in my career. He is atrocious. It is like you do... Uh, the arrogance, I don't like it. the sarcasm in the way that he delivers. It's it's just bad. And I you know like what? It's bad. Like, it's, it's actually... It's, this is a hard one to say. It's even worse than his offense.
2: Yeah, Oof. I, I, I don't like his mannerisms, how he always talks. He, he looks down and he's he's not confident. You know, he's not confident <laughs> the way he delivers things. His body his body, his body, body control, that's like a receiver thing for Chase Claypool. His body mannerisms are looking down. He's like, yeah, yeah. we're doing okay. It's like, yeah. look, st- stare at the man who, talk, who asked you that question. Be, be a man and, and say, actually respond with a truthful answer. And you can't do that because it's a really bad it's a really bad. He, option. And he
1: says nothing. Like, I don't know we're talking about Tom and saying lots without saying anything. But here, Canada just says stuff like, yeah, we're going to get better. What, what proof do you have? Like you should be mm-hmm. saying our efficiency of X, Y, Z, you know, tells me this and where we're improving. Like it's yeah. just, uh, Eric, ask you, you, literally beat me to the punch. How his ego fits the size of that comically
2: large straw hat. <laughs> yeah. You know what though? You know what though? Like coming off the buy, I think as a Steel fan, you go through all this stuff, you're like, oh, we, we, we got on the hype train again. You're ready for the game. But I will be uh, very annoyed if I see the same plays from the start from the beginning, right? However... You do want to see if this stuff can work, and it, there's you've got a rookie quarterback, you've got a rookie receiver in Pickens, a guy like that. Like Maddie, why aren't they using him? Like why aren't they using the, the big body George Pickens, who wants, who, who's, who's who's actually physically upset and pissed off that he's not getting any time, you know, not getting the ball. Why are they getting him involved? Is is it, is it that Matt Canada can't figure out how to get him involved? Like he hasn't got the skill set.
1: I'm not sure it's that. I. I mean, it might be. But I had like, I mean, I'm, I'm literally reacting to this in real time. I hadn't thought about that point before. I just thought like more that it's there's a few misreads here and there on Kenny's side, but also like they're not they're not they're not <clears throat> designating him as number one. That they're, they're preferencing – I think they overpreference preference um, and I think they, I think they're preference Deontay in a way that he, his performance to date doesn't really deserve this season. Um, to me, George Pickens is the number one wide is the number one wide receiver on this team. It just it is. And you get him as much ball as possible, get him game reps, get leverage the letting make this season worth it in, in some respect, right? Um letting, you know let's get them ready for a really great offseason and then and really great year next year. Um, with hopefully an offensive line that allows Pickens time to get down the field and picket time to get in the ball. Um but I think part of it's the Matt Canada offense and the arrogance that we just talked about, to be frank, yeah. now that we've brought it up, because if you think about the way they would want to use Pickens, that doesn't fit the Matt Canada offense. Right. If you you think about think about the way Todd Haley would have used Pickens. Think about the way Ken, more the way Ken Wisenhunt would have used Pickens. And in particular what you saw from Wisenhunt um, at the Cardinals, what you saw from Wisenhunt when he was the offensive coordinator later on at, at the Chargers as well. Like you, you just think about the way—I mean, even the way Frank Reich would use him, and and what Michael Pittman does—you know, I, I think Pickens has much better wide, has much better potential as a wide receiver overall. Like he can do everything. Um, yeah, I—I I, I just don't—I don't think Matt Canada, Matt Canada's offense is capable of leveraging the talents that a, that a George Pickens has.
2: Well, they don't send him out of the field do they they, they, they do a, a few uh, comeback routes and really...
1: could do some of that like slant stuff on the sideline I'm not saying he can make the catches that Pickens can make mm. but you've got to get Pickens is that wide receiver that you should be doing putting all over the field in every different role like even in the slot like they've got no... the problem is they've got no other burners on the side on the sides right mm-hmm. they've got <clears> another <throat> burner on the sidelines you could if you you could scheme pick pickens into the slot, on shotgun plays, and he would absolutely obliterate teams. Absolutely obliterate them. Like particularly when you've got free moves, you've got those. Like oh, I just, it's it's very. Hard. What
2: it comes down to, there's so many weapons what we can see, and it's like it's not not fitting the mold, is it? And you know you can't just keep doing the run, run pass or the run, run slant or whatever it is. It doesn't really work. And that's why his arrogancy is so high right now. Being 32, having 14 points a game, it's it's all other teams modified him already, right? There's some reason the Steelers keep him around. And, and I think um, this is
1: going to be a slide on Mike Tomlin. I, I, <clears> uh, like Michael O'Malley says, when do we finally put the blame where it belongs? Tomlin has been mediocre for a decade. He is the main problem, the state of bread. I'm not ready to go on the fire Tomlin train. I'm, I'm, I'm just not. But this is Tomlin's fault at this point with with Canada. Oh, 100% so, responsibility for sure. I mean... I mean Mike Tomlin also damned if he do, does damned if he doesn't, but that's why you get paid yeah, over yeah. eight million dollars a year for US to be to be the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. But like I I just I can't under I, I just can't understand. And I, I don't I didn't want to deeply talk about Matt Canada this week, but when we got on the show. But yeah, let's move I, on. Let's But sure I can't all I'll say is on. I can't understand why you wouldn't have sacked him. I don't think you had anything to lose. Yeah. What I think you've lost by not doing it is you've lost the season. Because I don't th- I if they win this week, the defense will come up with a few turnovers. Kenny or someone on the offense will make it just an outrageous play. That's the only way they're winning this game. Like, it's not because of Matt Canada's offensive scheme. As Boswell put, said it
2: rightly. Yeah, it's so true now. <laughs> Every day gets truer and truer, doesn't it? Um, no, nah, it's not gonna be because of the the Quaypool pass to to uh to Derek Watt, but uh let's move on then. Let's talk about, you know, I guess I guess something else and maybe how how can they what players do you think can step up there in this game? Like overall, I think I like, I really like Jalen Warren. I
1: don't know about this narrative that he's better than Najee Harris, but I'm pretty, I'm not thrilled with Najee Harris, but then I'm also sitting there. I put this out. You guys were responding on Twitter to someone um, or I said it on Warren, probably both, but like Najee had way too many touches last year and Mm -hmm. we're paying for that now. Um, And that's fine. It was Big Ben's last ride and all the rest of it. But like, I if you're back like Najee, like Derrick Henry, they're very rare that a back that big can be a one that can be the only one. So I'm glad they've found Warren, but they've got to work out. And again, I don't think Canada's scheme fits having two different running backs like this. Um, They've got to figure out with the offensive line, who they're going to, who's going to be able to get the opportunity here. And what are they going to stick to? Because, that's the other thing about this. We still don't have a run game. Like, how long have we been talking about that for? Like uh, two or three years. Like it's since just, we started the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> so oh that, that's the other that's the other thing on, on the offensive side. But if I flip to the defense uh, we're talking about where we're going to win the game there, this secondary really has to perform. Like with Witherspoon and Jackson out, the guys that are on the field, they just have to, they they can't allow big games. They're allowed big games. This is over. Him. Chris Olave, you haven't really heard. I feel like in the general NFL media, you've heard deeply a bit a, a lot about Olave and the way we've heard about other wide receivers rookies or the way we heard about like Jamar Chase last year. Chris Olave is having like a sneaky good season for the Saints. Like and really sneaky. Would it be, good it be
2: amazing if? If we had Pickens for, that have that had that, that same season, you know, wouldn't it be would have been cool to see Pickens well, go off? one hundred. I mean, what look listen to these numbers? Like forty-three receptions, mm. six hundred and
1: eighteen yards, only two oh, TDs. Yeah. His catch rate's only fifty-nine point seven percent. But he's had a hundred and forty-seven yard game, a one hundred and six yard game.
2: He's not had a below fifty yard game since week one. Yeah, and George has 26 receptions, uh, 338, 13 yard average, one TD. But that's all average. Every single receiver, Deontay, Pat, George, Claypool, all around 300 yards. There's no real standout receiver. Yeah. And they got to, you know, scheme up something
1: important. Imagine if George Pickens, if you took half of those Claypool numbers, right? Just assuming he was still on the team, and chucked them over to, um, to Pickens, I reckon we will have won some games because I just think he can do more with the ball and he wouldn't have had so many drops. Yeah, and
2: of course, like, you've got to go through, like, Kenny Pickens has got to go through his reads. He might miss a few, but I think the the is yeah, lost... a rookie quarterback, like, that's... Yeah, like, the problem he's... is Claypool... How many, how many times
1: does Claypool drop a ball? It goes nowhere. It's that's, why happy, that
2: <laughs> that's why I'm happy, man. That's why I'm happy. I'm i so glad to see him get away and we get that uh, round two pick back, you know? I think it's fantastic. And you're all right, like... For me, for players to step up, I have got a good feeling that Sims will step up if they're they're allowed to play the game. And same with Boykin too, if Boykin's allowed to play the game, I think those guys will step up. Um, I think Claypool was getting I think about forty percent of the offense going his way and didn't didn't do anything with it. He had one big game, but other than that, this this team definitely needs some kind of identity. And it, it does the identity right now is you can't move the ball. and Never rookie quarterback getting getting pressure and throwing in, interceptions. So the whole league's laughing at us, but. They got to get it together and what what better game than coming home or two home games in a row and being the underdog and they just got to fire up and i think it's it's at this point we've been saying this for a long time so it's been a cultural thing it's been this and this and um uh our defense can get back at it but overall it all comes it does come down to coaching like tom one and i'm not a fire Tom one guy either but i see where they're coming from to a certain degree i'm not saying you go and fire him but at the same time it's it's just very difficult to watch and i think it's hard, and we might do our predictions later, but it's hard to say can they score more than 21 and where do the points come from? But I would love to see a game where Pickens gets involved, where you know Sims gets involved. Um, it just all depends on how they're going to call the game, really. You know?
1: And and this is the other Brian Harrington brings this up and then we'll have That's to give our break. But our airline line can't hold the blocks so long enough for Najee to dance around the backfield until he sees a hole. He needs to hit the ground running. But exactly, but 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 Najee Harris is not leaving on Bell. That's his game especially when you look at what Mm -hmm. and do, it's get the ball and smash the hole, right? Mm -hmm. Najee should be happy to do. You know what makes Nick Chubb a good running back, apart from the offensive line that they've got there? He goes, I'm going to go right down the guts of the middle of the field. And if I go for four yards, great. If I go for five yards, great. If I bust it for eight, even better. And if I hit a hole really well and they block for me, I'll go for even longer than that. And I'm going to knock over a bloke on the way, even if if I have to, to get through to the, the second level. That's got to be Najee. Forget this dancing and waiting for a block. Just go in the middle. Even if you go for one yard, I, eventually it's going to open up. Like I, I, especially when you've got Dotson and Daniels there. I, I, I don't understand when he starts dancing around. I sit there and I just shake my head. Yeah, that it's was not pretty not bad. bad.
2: That that one dance that dance quiet. last week was was the most awful play I think I've seen in a long time. He had two yards to get, and he danced his way and then got tackled a yard short or whatever it was. I, so bench have him,
1: to go I, I bench to go him, I bench him for it, to be honest. He's not the dance. He can dance when he's in space, but that that's when you get you've gotten past the line of scrimmage. No more dancing in
2: behind the O-line. But that's a problem though, because our Steelers, we know our team too well. They don't do that. They won't, they won't, they won't send a message like that. Of course they send a message for Cable saying, see you later, mate. But they won't send a message and say, Hey Knight, we're gonna bench you, and we're gonna bring out McFarlane, we're gonna bring up whoever we're gonna want to start Jalen Moran, right? It's, it takes. It takes. It seems like by the time it's already over, like we're too far into the season. Then they then they make make the call. They should be making the call straight away. The minute he jokes like that and doesn't make it, yeah, you can't. You not not cut You bench him for a, a series and put someone else in. And they don't do that. The, the system it doesn't it doesn't allow that to happen. But I'm still I'm not saying fire Naji Harris. I'm saying yeah, put some pressure on him. Same with DJ too. The minute you drop one, what do you, what normally happens in, in in a normally rugby league game if you, if you do a bad play? They, they sit you out or they don't, they don't get you involved in the play steelers take a long time to do these kind of moves so um i'm, I'm keen to see Nadia Harris start again and actually run the football but our longest run Matty, is 18 yards this offense is the, probably the one of the poorest ones i think we've ever seen mate he's only broken seven tackles this yeah. year last year he broke 30. yeah and and the offensive line was apparently worse
1: and yeah. last year he had 1,200 yards rushing. How many has he got this year? I think 400 or something, 300. 361, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and my are halfway <laughs> through the season. Like he can't catch that number unless he's going to start averaging 100 uh, these, yards. On his these own.
2: podcasts aren't fun when we're losing. <laughs> oh, man. It was way, remember the 11 0 run we had? That was, more, that was way more fun. That was good part. And
1: Myrna brings it up. you put a best when he learned a lot with the Chiefs and said he learned – and, you know, he also, um, you know, basically said, like, he, he learned he's learned more this season with the Chiefs than he did in five years with the Steelers. And I looked there, I'm like, yeah, think about who we've had in the last five years between Randy Land and, you know, Canada and uh, just – that doesn't make that uh, doesn't make any sense.
2: That's the thing. We just the Steelers don't change.
1: They need to bring um, him back too. By the way, if the Chiefs we, don't re-sign him, you've got to bring him back.
2: Who, Juju? Oh,
1: Oh, one hundred percent.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. That'd be cool to see. That'd be cool to see. Get hit And I,
1: I'll take anyone on that wants to disagree with that. They needs they need someone that's got the steel physical. spirit, experienced, physical, yeah. can do everything, no matter who's out, whatever game. I think him and the slants with Kenny Pickett. I, I, you know, please.
2: He's enjoying his time, though, in KC. I think he's having a good time over there, though.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but if if the Steelers said, come back, we'll pay you half a mil more a year, just even half a mil more than what they're paying him, they would be back. Gigi loves the Steelers. Gigi loves the Steelers. But with that, we're going to go to our little break um, from our audio sponsors, and we will be back in just a few seconds.
0: Plus.
1: And we're back on Steelers touch down under. All right, Marky D. We finished that note with Juju. Oh,
2: no, not, not 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 over just yet. I just checked. He's he's got five hundred and eighty-two yards and two TDs. He's got more offense than like almost a whole team. Far out. That's great. He's doing really well.
1: Because I've got him in fantasy. They've only just started
2: using Juju. Forty-four receptions out of sixty targets and thirteen-point yards average and longest fifty-three. He's killing him over there. Killing him. Man, he's going to have almost. His career highest was fourteen hundred in twenty eighteen, but still, he's having a good time over there. That's crazy. All right, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, man, I'm telling you, man, he's going to have no. a – I don't think he can beat the 2018 year this season, but he'll, no, get, but he'll
2: get a 1,000 yards easy. He'll have more reset, more yards, I guess, being a third or fourth guy on that team than our first guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, he has more yards than anyone in the – and that just shows you that his comments are probably legitimate, saying calling out the offense being bad because he Mate. wasn't being used. And this is what's really frustrating about our team right now is, like, Everyone's all the announcements, Everyone, everyone besides probably Tom and the Rooney's are saying, "Oh, Matt, he's all right. What's well, nothing wrong with that guy? He's good."
1: I I don't know uh, how you. Oh, no, I'm not going to go down that narrative. We can. I can save that. I'll save that one until the season finishes. I've got. Okay. All right. Just check my People remind me about the narrative that people say. What's the narrative you were going to tell before the New Orleans game? Um, all right. Well, let's let's show me a bit more positive. If the yeah, Steelers are going to win this week's game, mm-hmm. who who on the defense is going to be the game
2: changer Ooh. for him? Okay, is TJ Watt playing for sure? They, yeah, yet, right? I haven't
1: listed him. He says he is. But as someone said it. in the live chat earlier, and I could understand this about whether they activate him right before the game. Yeah. If he's not, I stick by this. If he's not 100%, you do not play that man. There's <laughs> too much invested in that guy. We the don't know yet. Years.
2: I'm not even sure. When's the last day you can be activated before a game uh, to fight? Tomorrow, Tomorrow 4 p.m. or something, 3 p.m. Okay, so if TJ plays. I think we have a good chance to win, of course. Um, other than that, defense-wise, I like Kazee's back too, but it's his first game coming back. You know what I'm saying? So I think mm-hmm. as well, the safety's got to um, play together too. Edmonds, Minka, those guys. But the concern is that the cornerbacks, and there's no Miles Jack. So... Uh yeah. says it's confirmed. I don't think it's confirmed yet. I think I think he said it was confirmed. That it hasn't been no activation yet. You know? mm. It's like me saying I could be here next week, but it's not confirmed. I do not, not until I confirmed with Maddie and I'm I'm turning it on the podcast. But I think it's um I I'm pretty sure he said in a uh, press conference today that he's playing. Or are you coming back? He said yes. But until they activate him, I'm not not s- spoken on that just yet. Hmm. it's a big thing that, you know, Brian says, doesn't TJ have to be activated this week or he's on IR for the rest of the year. How many days does he have left to be activated? That's a big thing too. I don't know. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't,
1: I'm not, I'm just going to say this. I don't, I mean, you and I have seen this with players in the in a, like players that played for our team, and I said this on Twitter in a, in a response. I think Eric Askews in the live chat. You were part. Of, I think you might have been part of that conversation I had with Jeff Hartman on Twitter. If TJ what is not one hundred percent, you do not bring him back. And pectorials can rule you out of a lot of sports for the whole season when you do them when they happen. Like same with his with his knee. And I know like even Myrna brings up, you can do it. And obviously then you can just, you're, you're basically tanking and trying to get picks and, you know, we could do that and it would be in our best interest. But my thing is there's way too much money invested in TJ. What put him on. And, and I can't remember how that affects his salary cap and the eligible years and all that as well. But I, I honestly, I, I don't know why you, why you would risk his health down the track right now for where we're sitting.
2: So you're saying if he's not ready at all, 100%, you would bench him the whole year, put him on IR for the rest of the year and, and just play whoever? Well, if that if that if if that's
1: the way it goes, right, it, 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 what I'm basically saying is if he's going to be on IR for the rest of the year, if he's not quite ready for this game, then you've got to figure out if he's worth the roster spot. But we're struggling with injuries anyway to get guys in there. And as I said, if you lose this game, you're not – particularly with the way that the Ravens are playing and the Bengals are playing, you're not winning the division. You're not going to scrape into the playoffs on the records right now. So why, why would you risk the best player on your team? Who's so, had,
2: so almost, almost it's not even just a pec,
1: he had the knee as well.
2: Yeah. So it's almost like you are conceding with some evidence that they're saying that he's not going to be healthy. So you might as well, you know, put him to the side and just go with your team. And it's not like, it's not officially tanking, but to a certain degree, it's like, oh, uh, it's not.
1: And I don't want to. And people, that, that's what I don't want to be part of. What I'm saying here, because not, I'm not saying this to tank. I'm saying this to protect that player. Right. I mean, the right. guy's 28, right? Now, you think about most 28 year olds. I mean, even when you suffer a peck and, and a knee injury, and you think about the, the workhorse that he's <clears> been, <throat> I would much rather him, like. Call it right. What I, I, I'm saying, if he's ready, he's ready. It,
2: it all depends, though, because we don't know. Like, if he's not activated, I guess by tomorrow, that like Brian says there that 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 he could be on IR. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure when his three weeks started, uh, to be honest. But with with TJ not being activated, then the possibility you could put him on IR for the, rest of the year and see what you can do on the other side. But you know what? If he is ready to play, then you then you play him. I think. You know, if he's one hundred percent, you're playing. He he says he is. He did, he did the
1: twenty sixth of October, so that's the third November, tenth of November, seventeenth of, of November.
2: He so he he says he's ready he can to be activated
1: game. after the game. Uh, okay, Connie.
2: So I guess so. It's through about three weeks. Yeah,
1: yeah. he can be no then, activated after the game.
2: But yeah, that's the thing,
1: is if you lose, you don't activate him. If you win, right. you activate him.
2: They could do that as well, right? They they, they could. But I I, could, I I know
1: the Steelers too, like. Even if they lose, oh, yeah, we'll activate They'll him. activate him.
2: You know. <laughs> you know. They'll do it. That's the thing. We do know our Steelers too well in certain things where they won't change certain players and that kind of stuff. So um, I think he gives us one of our best chances to win, really. You know, everyone knows that, right? So if he is activated, then then fantastic. It's going to be, you know, um, hopefully he can go out there and smash any Dalton. But you're right. Why would you risk him to, to the whole season? Well, we, I
1: say I'll say the example I said on Twitter. Mark and I have a team that we support in the rugby league in Australia called yeah. the Manly, Let's
2: go Manly. Their
1: best player is Tom his guy called Tommy Turbo. That's the Turbo's nickname. Troboyovich. Tommy Turbo won the offensive MVP. Was it last year or the year before? Uh last
2: year, a year before, before, I think it was. Was
1: it? Anyway, he won the offensive MVP. He's a great defender as well. You know, he's like electric like George Pickens. It's he's so an fast. playmaker as well, fast. He has done hamstrings, pectorials, knees over the last five years. When he's on the field, he's mm-hmm. the best player. Like He literally played half the season and got the MVP. Like, he's a freak. He did. Mm-hmm. But we keep rushing him back, and he keeps having these injuries. And we saw that with a pectoral that he had. Um, you don't want to see that from players, because now he can't stay fit, and he holds a lot of the salary cap, and now you've got people questioning why he's on our team. I don't want to go down that route with TJ Watt.
2: That's what I'm saying. You are saying right, though. Tommy Turbo is our is our guy for our team too, and then it's it's all exactly the same. But TJ Watt is our guy for our team right now. The stats back it up. You don't win without him. Yeah, you know, and you the stats
1: and, and for an example for Steelers fans as well with the parallel, the stats are even crazier in in the the this this you know, this other sport of rugby league because that they basically have an eight point differential when they play in terms of they average twenty seven points when he plays, they only concede nineteen points. It's kind of literally the reverse. It's like 24 to like 14 or something when he's not playing. Um, and, and, it, and they've won, you know, they've won a lot less games than what it has been with you know TJ Watt's the percentage. There's a Go direct there. parallel.
2: Go out there and look up Tommy Turbo, uh, Manly Seagulls on YouTube. and you—it's it, He's fun to watch, dude. He's one of the funnest players I've ever seen. To watch. Man, can you imagine him in the NFL? <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: There's a guy that can high point the ball, guys. Like,
2: Oh, my. He'd be, he'd be a good, be a good tight end. Huh? He'd be a good tight end, I reckon. He could be able to play like a, like a flex tight Well, end. he'd be a bit like that Carl. He, he would
1: be what – I mean, he's not quite as big as Claypool, but, oh, man, line him up next to Pickens. <laughs> oh,
2: All right, back on track. No more men. Back on track, care, yeah, right?
1: yeah, yeah. Back on track. <laughs> but, um – <laughs> oh, that's that's electric man. Him in space. Brian Brown
2: says Tommy Turbo sounds like a race car driver in a naked gun movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing was he aggravated his hamstring.
1: He was on a night out in the oh. town in the local suburb and he raced some yeah. on the street and he did he <laughs> he aggravated the hammy. <laughs> it was like in the in a bye week. Um so ah, Mana talks about picking the O lineman um Scrunoski, I think it's Skrinoski that plays for for Northwestern. Um, I, but he's everyone thinks he's going to be a tackle, but he should be a guard.
2: Um, I think Moon I think is from uh, England with that picture there.
1: Oh, a bit of a British flag.
2: I think so. There you go. Huh.
1: Nice one. Nice one. Listening to us, son. Geez, it's a late hour over there. Um. Well done. <laughs> uh, so yeah, go going back to the defense. What do you what have you thought about the defensive line as of late, Mark? Oh, I know you don't mind the
2: trenches. Oh boy, oh boy. Well, I think a lot of it's to do with Ogunjobi being out as well. I think that kind of sucks. And Liao. The um, too. I forgot a bit. Leal. Liao. leo's playing really well, wasn't he? You know, until this 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 happened. Cameron Howard can't do it all himself. Um, who's the other bloke on the, the nose? Like we had Tyson Luulu However, eh, it's not really working. I feel like.
1: Um, is it? Montravis Adams, I feel like he has had a much quieter season than last year.
2: Yeah. Overall, I think we do get gashed at the middle quite a bit, and I wish our offense could do that. They could run the ball, you know, through the middle. It doesn't seem like – it seems like we have so many holes everywhere. But it's kind of like with our defense now, on paper, you think, oh, it's fantastic. It's great. You know, I can't wait to, to see things happen. And then you just get, you know, touchdowns everywhere, big plays everywhere. Um, it's It's something that it's really frustrating to watch. But – that's what I think I'm saying with, with TJ Watt as well. When if he come back, then you have a chance to really set the scene. Highsmith is doing okay out there, but they're all playing individual stuff. They're not playing as a team. The best game I saw was versus the Bucks against old man Brady. You know, that was one of the best one I saw where they they, they got turned and the, the secondary guys stepped up. You know, the guys that are behind the starters, they really stepped up. But then you, you get know though,
1: I think it's a real key in this game. Because I know what you talked about there and like I, I think the defensive line. I think Philadelphia embarrass them. I I I'm it's hard for me to pick someone that's going to step up there, but I think Alu, Alu is going to help down the stretch. But I, Shannon talked about it really well last week, and he's so right. Is that like if you don't have pass rush, if you don't have a good defensive line, then it makes the issues that you have at cornerback even even more obvious. And that's where I think the key on defense of this game comes down to one bloke. And I'd love to say it's Terrell Edmonds. I actually don't think so. I think it's Cameron Sutton. Right. Cameron Sutton is going to be crucial as a cornerback in this game. What he can do and the way you move him around, stopping Kamara, stopping Alave. I, I like Sutton has to have a big game. This is one of those games how Sutton gets that interception every every like he has one or two games a year where he gets an interception that just seals the deal or gets him a key turnover. Uh, this has got to be the game, then.
2: This I think we have game. as well in, in the in the sack uh, sack realm we have the worst sacks in the in the league right now from being top five like oh on, there's, no there's no yeah, pass rush yeah from being like um number one for like five years in a row or six years in a row we're now last dead last so a lot of this comes on what right it's great it's so crazy how one player can change everything the whole Do the you
1: whole... know the other problem with this defense that I have not really heard a narrative of anywhere Uh, and it's a narrative that I talk about a lot for the linebackers because I heard Luke Keekley talk about this because he feels it's the one number that is never appreciated nearly as much as it should be for linebackers. And he said it's almost, you know, that you've got to think of them as worth like three quarters of a sack effectively. And that comes down to tackles for a loss. Right. Tackles for a loss last year. We had 94 tackles for a loss.
2: What do we have this year? Five <laughs> 32. That's right. That's bad. So we're a bad. third of
1: our last uh, our number last year, and we're oh, halfway, halfway through the season. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Can right. we
2: can we start again? Can we start the year again, mate? Now, a lot of that when you're
1: not, when you don't have TJ Watt on the field, that's a big yeah. problem. But Cam Haywood had 15 last year. This year he's got five, right? Highsmith Smith had 15 last year. This year he's got seven. You know, Terrell Edmonds on the list has one this year. Last year, he had eight. Wormley had
2: six last year. Wormley, three. Here, here's a question. Do you, do you think that Andy Dalton will go out there and light us up? Old man Andy Dalton? Uh, like the Saints team are pretty average too, right? They're going to go... This is the game It depends on how many of those
1: injuries they've got, right? Like... Uh, I'm gonna be really upset if I if I if I see Taysom Hill and get, and like light, light up. I just
2: get can't. like what four four, Hill and Andy 80, 80 yards, a hundred yards rushing. No, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. Uh, Fifty yards receiving. Oh goodness. I just can't. Michael O'Malley says he wants the season to be over. I don't want it to be over. I just want to see him get
1: better. Brian Harrington says if County gets fired, do we have to pay his full contract off? I don't know, but I would pay, we'll him. pay. it. You, you and I will
2: pay it. We'll, we'll send him money. We'll get rid of him. I'll send him some dollars. Oh my God, over we there. should start a go. I, I reckon we should start a go. <laughs> a go- <laughs> I don't think they will allow that. Oh man, what a crazy, what a crazy guy to have on the team, the coach, Mister Canada. How bad is it? It's so bad. I've never seen. It be, I've never seen it this bad before. And yet, we still have a chance to win this game. You know. He's got to lose that hat too. Man. Yeah, big time. All righty, one more, one more, one more big positive. Then, do you think Kenny Pick can get his first win? He has his had his first win. You beat the bucks. Ah, okay, first start and win, or <laughs> what? You know, I'm not <laughs> uh, first full, first full game without without Trubisky helping.
1: <laughs> um, sorry, I had to. <laughs> I just had to. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. He can. That his good okay, friend okay, okay. Fitzpatrick has got to has got to get a pick six.
2: What's the reason why you hesitated there? Because I know my reason is is, is it because of the offensive coordinator is that because every time I think about it, I'm not like what the sir, players. It's not Kenny and, and what, why is playing why, like a pro? Right, why do we do that? And it's like okay, they have a chance, but the the, the guy calling the play. I would say
1: there's more than 22 teams in the NFL right now. If you swap their quarterback out for Kenny Pickett, you'd win games in, and in, you'd be a lot more confident games. than what you are.
2: First downs, you know, yeah. get the ball moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's so frustrating. Can you imagine, it really can you imagine
1: even Kenny Pickett with the Jets right now? Swap, Z- went, sw- yep. swap Zach Wilson out, right? Playing good football. With that running game, you're telling me that's not. Even the Seahawks are playing good football with Geno Smith. He's like, imagine the Saints a... picked one pick before the Steelers, right? Now they obviously mm. brought back Winston. Imagine if they'd pick Kenny Pickett.
2: Oh, boy. They just they throw the ball to Alvin Kamara every down.
1: Well, and a yeah, of players, course, yeah, yeah.
2: Like, but
1: still, they throw the ball. I'm just saying yeah. when people are like, "Oh, Kenny Pickett's not the goods,"
2: I I just sit there and I think, how many teams? Imagine the Seahawks with Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. They're, oh, they're, fundamentally, yeah, yeah. Fundamentally speaking, they have good offense. They're actually, working down the field, and Pete Carroll's got he's 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 his, his kind of back. You know, he's been pissed off that they they I I didn't think the Seahawks were going to win three uh, three games this year. And they won six. I said, I thought they are going to be the worst team in the league and they've been almost the, one of the best. Like Gino yeah, so said, you know what? I'm to be here Miami. Yeah, like, yeah, there's so many people. So I, I'm keen to see the rest of the season how he can play. It's this like, like he's playing like almost, um you know, with a big weight. If Cousins
1: can have the career that he's
2: had, Kenny he Pickett's a winner, man. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it's going to wait until next year in year two. We don't know because his whole system involved. But um, And you can yeah, too believe- even as a person. He busted a gut for two years to get up in the
1: draft order. He had a phenomenal season in Pitt. He came in with Pittsburgh with all the expectation. He should have just been named a starter from Dave dot. I understand <laughs> why they didn't. And I know that was something that Dave Schofield would like, want to rake me over hot coals for saying, but uh-huh. like, I'm, but I'm sorry. Like, I, I Just do it. Go with it. You have a development year. You see what you got in him. Stuff they handled this, uh, quarterback competition really badly. They bungled it, we bungled they, it, bungled they, it. so many ways. Offense. We're bungling stuff on defense. Like, I'm sorry, like, if there's a team in the NFC, you could, the, have, could have won a few ways, right?
2: The bungles, it's us, man. Big time. You could have won a few ways. You could have started Trubisky the whole way to the bye. That would have been one way, in my opinion. You could have done that. You could have started as well. I believe you can shoot me down, but I don't really care. You could have started Mason Rudolph to a certain degree and not even go and get Trubisky, but then still have Kenny Pickett. Possibly, well, imagine,
1: right? imagine that money that we spent on Trubisky on a cornerback,
2: play. right? And you could have um, gotten, uh, gotten have Trubisky, Sorry, have Mason Rudolph as backup. Don't get Trubisky and start. Can he pick it the whole way through? And they, they stuffed it up. They but it's also games.
1: You know these are coulda, coulda or Wooders, and if you're listening now, you're like you're like, well, we're in doing this. But if you're not on the Tomlin train, if you are on the anti-Tomlin train, I will say. I mean, I'd much rather not have a had needed, I'd much rather we not needed this moment to see it. But how, don't you think Tomlin, even if you think Tomlin's stale and you think he's past it or you don't think he's trying or you don't think he's done anything different last few years, do you think Tomlin, after a lo- his first losing season, is going to come back and make these, some of these decisions? Like he'll have a hard, he'll have a good hard look at himself, mm-hmm. I would hope. And if he doesn't, he'll I think two losing seasons in a row, they will probably consider moving on. I mean, think about what happened with Marty Schottenheimer, right? Um, although a lot of the players weren't fans of him, I just on that, on that team, but like, I I can't see Mike Tomlin coming back after this year and it being like this again. I just don't see it.
2: Pro- probably not. If it is, then we're in real big trouble. Big trouble. right, but then they're we're, we're in trouble by like the full stop, mm. but like.
1: That's what but but you've got to get something out of this season. You've got to get picket. You've got to get it working with Pickett. You've got to get Pickens the ball. Like there's no point throwing. We we know what Deontay can do. He just needs to catch the ball, right? You've got to develop Pickens. You've got to find out if you've got a guy on the cheap like Sims, who we talked about, and Boykin we talked about that can do something there. You've got to figure out whether Jalen Warren is a true, actual depth piece. I mean I still, McFarlane's on the practice squad. Can we bring him in and activate him toward down the stretch? Can we just see what he is? If not, if he's not there, get rid of him. Like they, they've got it. this has got to be now. I say you get through this week's game,
2: but this week we've got to start seeing stuff from certain people. So that's one, that's one big thing where at this point, they don't make those changes and they just don't do it. You're like, why aren't they bringing up McFarlane? Like for a chance, he's, what are you going to put him on the practice squad the whole year and you know, how, you know, how he, what he can do. That's what's most frustrating is we just see the same results over and over and over and over. So, but should we do our scores? Do you want to do our scores or what? You do a score. What are you what are you thinking? I'm going 41-0, mate. Steelers win. They finally get out of the out of the out of the barn. 41-0. But, yeah, I do it jokingly, but I looked on the old sports bet that we have here in Australia and I was like, it's quite a bit of money. It's going to pay for my house. So oh I don't encourage that at all but uh if it if it if it, if it um pays off I might be doing the Kirk Cousins to the goal not, Gold not this one goal that I won the other day but uh that's going to be every video by the way that's my goal um nah not, not, not 41-0 but possibly 24 21 I'd say
1: um 24 21
2: It's hard, isn't I'm it? Because the offense can't score. <laughs> oh, so hard. man, this is hard. It's so, it's so difficult because they, they can't score points.
1: If the Steelers win, it's going to be like 2016 or 23-16 something like that. Okay, what if they lose? If they lose, it's going to be like 28-17 to 17 yeah. or like 32 yeah. to that, 17.
2: That's the big thing, I think, around every single podcast, pretty much on all YouTube. The Offense can't score points and everyone knows that. And it's like, how do you keep trying to hype? Do you know up what the other count. team and the, the, the annoying
1: thing is that the other team knows it too? Do yeah. you know what I mean? So oh, they yeah. only need to get a certain amount up. Then that's it.
2: Yeah. Well, that, that's the big that, that's the biggest hurdle right now, is like they just can't move the football and score. And the biggest the biggest uh TD is eight yards. So if they haven't scored outside the red zone yet. That's incredible. That's an incredible stat. They haven't scored outside the red zone. That means they're not take, taking a big shot down the field, like forty yards deep, going to you know um, Pickens or whoever. Like Justin says,
1: he's gonna do seventeen and zero with the Steelers with us. Yeah, that's what I'm. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Steelers that'd be the amazing the if they can get that. Brian Brown says fourteen ten.
2: That that could be a possibility. That could happen. Like if that's happening, it's gonna yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, every time I think about this team, I'm like, I'm so excited and I want to, like, cheer the players on. And I think back to what they're doing and it's like, oh, it's so hard. But
1: you know what? We've got to remember, the Steelers have had hard times and they've come, they have come back. I'm not saying oh, yeah, big season. time. Like big they, time. And, and you know what? Let's just take each game. It's hard. <laughs> if This is the thing. If Canada had gone, then I'd feel like the shackles were <laughs> off. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> Ron Schultz 3-0 Steelers. <laughs>
2: If it's three, I'll lose my mind, dude. That'd be oh my worse. God, Steelers
1: freak. Nine and oh, six for overtime. It's, it's five dollars. Actually, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. 11-6, Steelers. 11-6.
2: You get a safety. Yeah. Oh, wow. 11-6. It's amazing. Actually, no. Let's call it 9-5. <laughs> the other
1: way around, we'll probably end up with the safety.
2: Oh, true. So you want three field goals from Matthew Wright from 50 yards out, right? They get one field goal and a safety. Oh, my goodness. Actually, what date is um, it going to be?
1: 13th? You know what? I'm just calling it that. I'm just calling it no team. No team scores more than 13 points. They're playing on the 13th. That's what's happening.
2: Someone just someone on Facebook just called us British. That's funny. Oh, man. I blocked him, though. Goodbye, Tasho. See you, mate um yeah
1: why don't you learn what accents are and realize (laughs) that the Steelers are a global team so piss off
2: oh goodness Um, oh Ron said two and oh that'd be that'd be excellent safety two and (laughs) 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 oh oh, Nate what about a nil
1: all draw a double overtime
2: double overtime to the to oh that be imagine Mate, Wasn't that it, would be like, that would
1: be like, wow. World, like, I know, like, I don't mean to make light of World War One on Veterans Day. I'm just, uh, but seriously, it would be like being that trench warfare. Like, it'd just
2: be like, they'd be only in the middle of the field. Wasn't there a chance that a few weeks ago there was going to be a double zero zero? 0 I think it was two teams, it was Denver and someone, and they scored three points or whatever. So, I don't know what it was, but I think it's, it's like, since 1946, I believe, or something like that, is the last time it was it was, was zero, 0 the whole game. <laughs> you know what, like...
1: Michael and Malley, like remember Tomlin hasn't ever been. No, he that hasn't. Name. But how many times has he played them guys? Like three times. Yeah, zero Tomlin. and three,
2: over over uh, different periods, right? Different times. That, that's what that's, I'm saying. So it's a bit yeah, completely different with different teams or different, team, different but, but teams. But I'm teams just saying, them. like
1: you can't statistically. That's an anomaly.
2: I mean, like, yeah, it was 2007 His first game, and then 2013, I believe, 2016 or something like that. So.
1: <laughs> and Brian Brown also clarifies his 14-10 with I'm not sure the offense was <laughs> what what I was thinking
2: deeper. Oh, it hurts. It hurts.
1: But you know what? Still fans, we're all in here together. We are. There's some of you in the live chat that are hearing week or week out, loss, win, you know, or draw, and or tie as you call it. Um, you know, that's all we can ask for, right? Imagine if we were a fan base that was I mean, I can't remember to say this given Twitter, talking about the Steelers on Twitter. But imagine if we were a fan base that was disjointed and didn't support each other, right? Um, so, you know, that's like uh, one of the pluses. We can go through this together, right? It's collective therapy.
2: I think uh, the fan base comes to well when, when you go to a bar. I think on the internet it can be very different sometimes, like our oh, mate yeah. from, uh, who called us British idiots. So, <laughs> but um, hey, we're in this, man. We're in this. We've got a good game coming up. Saints. We just see what I. We, See what can happen. I, I want to do an, a post uh, uh, podcast next week where we're happy with what happened and going. Oh my! Did you see that? Did you see this? I'd love of to that?
1: talk about a win, man. I'd love to talk about <laughs> a win. and not a win because the long snapper got injured. Or you know, like I'd love to talk about an actual, like, proper, darn good win. Or that Tom Brady missed the practice because he was celebrating uh, Robert Kraft's uh, wedding while he was getting divorced.
2: No, no, like, I guess I, I, like I want a
1: legitimate. We beat him, you know, like yeah. And then I wonder
2: if Boz can't say to Matt Canada that it wasn't. I know. It wasn't maybe right will say maybe Matthew Wright will go into the go into the uh locker room and say, You win win because of you. That's gonna be the new tagline for Matthew we'll Wright. Pick
1: says, see what happens when you throw me the ball. Like <laughs> t- two TDs, 180 yards.
2: <laughs> oh, let's we've got a hope, man. We've got to hope. You know, all right.
1: With that, that's gonna wrap up this week's Steelers Woo! touch. Down under, I'm Matty Peverell with Marky D as always.
2: Go Steelers.